Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. I'm Tristan. I am not awkward. And today we are going to be talking about the Aliens Deadly Spawn, or the return of the Aliens Deadly Spawn. It is actually just the Deadly Spawn. Ah, just the Deadly Spawn. And it was remarketed and released in some formats as the return of the Aliens Deadly Spawn to try to capitalize on the Aliens movie. Mm. They just slapped the, the alien in there. <laughs> That's a good idea. And uh, it works. This was like um, the asylum before there was the asylum. Yeah. This movie, uh, I don't know. It fills me with glee to see movies like this made, period. Just knowing that there are people who make movies on the weekend. Yeah. With, uh, like, this is a high, low budget. Like, a high micro budget. A high, like, 20... The movie was made with 25000 Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in the twenty-five <laughs> to thirty-five. The and movie then, was made for less than the price of a new car. Yeah, basically. And but it's also like it's such a it, it's such a backyard movie. Like it looks like a nothing movie. I mean, in comparison, Evil Dead 1 was made for $90,000. So, I mean, and they were released on the same weekend. Oh, really? Like they both had yep. a, they had a simultaneous release and like apparently <coughs> uh whatever the big theater in New York was, like Sam Raimi and they were like on the same street, like just talking about their movies when they came out. So it's like, that's kind of cool. But this is literally like a quarter of the budget of Evil Dead. Yeah. That's, that's fucking impressive. It doesn't bother me at all either. It, it looks Oh, the monster is maybe one of my favorite monsters, oh, hell yeah. period. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Um, there is not a lot of story. Uh, there's, there is not. There's there's <laughs> very little plot, and that probably stems from the fact that there was also no script. Um, this movie did not have a shooting script, at least. Uh, I believe it had a treatment and not an actual really? script. Now, now that you mention that, <laughs> some of the scenes make a little bit more sense. Like, yeah. Um, uh, how many know, eggs do you want? <laughs> what kind of eggs are they? <laughs> Hen? scrambled <laughs> yes as long as they're hen eggs i want them scrambled yeah i it seems crazy that they would shoot on film without a full amazing script i mean i don't know if they they may have had a full script but again no shooting script is basically <laughs> tantamount to not having a script yeah if you don't have a director's vision of what the fuck's going on yeah and especially since again this isn't being shot on phone Mm-mm. it's like uh, this no is money to shoot this is money <laughs> um and and these effects are legit. They are awesome. They're really fun to look at. They're really creative and crazy. And it's a combination of people who know what they're doing, working on a micro budget with things they find around the house, mm-hmm. plus some other, you know, some obviously. It's also the same effects man. Um, pardon my horrible names. Give the <laughs> shout out to dude uh, who worked on Spookies. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I believe it's the same dude that went on to do what we were talking about earlier, Metamorphosis, the alien factor. Which, which is what I thought this movie was. Which when is I what Tristan thought it. we were picking. And then we were just like, wait a minute, this isn't that. Wait, um, this is this movie that I loved when I was a kid <laughs> and I seriously hadn't seen. And what's even more fucked up about that is that we had Ted Bohas at our first convention mm-hmm. in 2012. We and brought the him. only one I missed. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck yeah, Coast City, <laughs> Com- City Comic Con 2012. Ted Bohas came there, and that's where I got my copy of <laughs> nice. Deadly Spawn. I apparently have not watched it since we got it. I can't wait for Coast Cities Comic Con 2019. That's not right gonna around ha- the never corner. gonna fucking happen. God, I, there are not enough hours in the day. But uh, <laughs> anyway, this movie 2020. 2020. <laughs> I miss it. I really do. I miss having like. I miss bringing crazy. I miss volunteering in. for the weekend. That was it fun. Was really fun, man. It, there were some really fun moments, but the, there, there's few other times that you'll just you'll get somebody coming up to you and be like, "Hey, Matt, uh, Bill Corbett just landed at the airport. Can you go pick him up?" And um, <laughs> yeah. and Ben Templesmith. Uh, ben Templesmith just arrived too. Do yep. you mind getting him? Yep. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I get to good have, times. I get to have dinner with uh, Kevin Murphy, Bill Corbett. Yep. And, you know, like got to hang out with Mary Jo Pell and like all the Mystery Science Theater people. And that was really fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it really fun? Yeah. Like, was we, not, like was we should not do it again. Fun fucking stress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, speaking of the aliens deadly spawn <laughs> that returns to the spawn of alien. Uh, let's talk about this movie. Yeah. All right. 
So we start off with a, a legit like 1950s the blob style meteor crash. You get you get your two random doofuses in the woods who witness this thing. The only way it could have been more classic is if one of them had been a drunk and like dropped his bottle and like rubbed his eyes <laughs> and then poked it with a stick and got killed. The hell was the movie I was just watching where that just just happened? Probably the Blob, nineteen eighty-nine. Kill me now. Yeah, I don't know, but it happens in a lot of these. Um, and so these two doofuses go over, and uh, and they're like, and one of them's like, I gotta take a picture of this. Go back to the tent. And so he goes back for his camera. Did and you notice how close their fire was to the tent? <laughs> just, just pointing that out there. It was like seriously built like a foot outside their tent door. Keep them nice and warm yeah. while they're sleeping. <laughs> uh, so the guy who stays behind gets killed by something we don't see. We, we kind of hear him get murdered. And then the guy who goes back to the tent gets murdered by something we see in shadow puppet form. Yes. Uh, we see his hand come out of the... I love that part. Oh, it's great. He's wearing two different shirts. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great continuity error where he like reaches for the tree. His hands all bloody in like his hands covered in blood. Well, the, the, the alien scared him so much that his shirt flew off. Yes. And then he put another one on because he was cold. That's why they had the fire. Makes perfect sense. Everything's explained. Oh, yeah. And then it hits the ground and just like a really cool like blah, blood pile. It was Deep Space by Fred Olin Ray I was watching the other day that had the drunk see the spaceship land. Nice. (laughs) Wow. Just killing me. I've never seen that before. Oh my gosh. It's got Charles Napier seducing somebody with bagpipes. Uh, (laughs) Y'all hadn't seen Deep Space. Get on it. Whoa. (laughs) I'm on it. That also has a giant crazy puppet alien like this. That looks great. Nice. And it carries around its own strobe light. It's strobing whenever you see it. That's awesome. But we're not talking about no, Comic-Cons no, no. or Deep Space, are we? So <laughs> so this we cut to this, like, uh, as he's being eaten, you're seeing just a shadow of the monster on the wall. It's it, done with, like, cardboard and foam it stuff. Looks it, it looks great. Remi- really it cool. reminds me of uh, Dead Space. Not Deep Space, but Dead Space, the video yeah. game, where you see the shadows of the aliens in that yep. game, and it's definitely got the, tent- the tendrils going on with the mouth. And yeah. It's like no form. It's just like, here's a mouth, and here's some tentacles. Yeah. And it's funny like, how much this monster looks like the Godzilla monster from like five years later by Alanti. So, I'm not familiar with that. Well, looks almost identical, only in different color scheme. Pretty cool. Um, I'm kaiju ignorant. Oh, that's very sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's see. Oh, uh, so we get the the shadow puppet murder, and then we see this Toho fake house. Yes. But I love this. There's a reason for it. There's a great reason for it. And it's one of those cool things where it's just like, oh, that looks neat. I wonder why they decided to make a miniature of Why would they spend all this time making a a miniature out of this when you could have just shot the house? But it looks so cool. It looks great. The house, uh, we go inside the house now, and it's awesome. I wish I lived in this house because I love tacky wallpaper and patterned <laughs> floors and blue kitchen chairs. I mean, pink kitchen chairs and blue refrigerators. And I, I believe this house belongs to the kid, the kid who's in this. Mm-hmm. His parents own this house. The house is owned by Tim Hildebrandt, one of the producers, yes. who is also a fantasy illustrator. Who is also literally one of the world's most famous illustrators. He drew the the Star Wars poster. He drew all of the most famous Lord of the Rings illustrations. Mm-hmm. He and his brother Greg. Unbelievably well-known fantasy illustrators. Uh, and so once you know that fact, uh, some of the parts of the house make some sense. <laughs> like crazy designs on the cabinets. Yep. And, but yeah, the house is so cool, man. It I is. I love it. It is. I uh, love that look, and I wish I had the time and money and a wife that would let me do that to transform <laughs> my house to be that tacky. Yeah, I, it's pretty great. And also, the kid's room is the kid's room, which is also super cool. So the the little Hildebrandt, who's the main main character, I guess. Oh, that is actually him. That's living literally in his house. Him in his room. What the Tommy Jarvis character? Yes. Okay. And those are his toys, like. That's his Godzilla. Nice. And that's like all those, those are all his toys. All those posters on the wall that would Pretty sell cool. so fast in a horror Facebook group right now. Woo. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. The green slime poster was killing me. Um, yep. So Sam, 
is the name of this the parent, I guess. So okay, here's the problem. I've there are Sam a bunch was the of, uncle, I thought. A bunch of relatives. I don't know who's who. I do know who's who. Oh, thank God. So we start the movie off with the parents who they they gonna die. So let's I'm not even gonna bother thinking of names. But that, they're the that people is, that wake up in bed in Sam. the beginning. That's I thought I, Sam was the uncle. Oh God, uh, maybe. Either way, the two parents wake up in the morning and they've got um, a big day ahead of them that we never know what it is. Um, it, this this is one <laughs> little part that bothers me, but not so much because who cares? But um, they wake up and the wife's just like, "Oh, are we doing this?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's just raining outside." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay." Uh, so they get ready to leave. In another room, we'll find out later. There's an aunt and the uncle that are staying there to visit. Yes. And the two boys that live in the house are the original parents' sons that the first woke up saying they were going out for the day. Jesus. What all makes no damn sense is, like, why are they going out for the day if they've got the aunt and uncle visiting, and the aunt that's visiting is going to help her mom <laughs> set up the monthly vegetarian luncheon? <laughs> the fuck? Uh, so why wouldn't, like, either the husband or the I, wife I, is going to be the sister or brother of this lady? Why isn't they going to help with their mom too? Like this is the family dynamic here makes zero sense. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think I think <laughs> they, I think you have officially at like twenty five seconds of thought that you've put into it, put in about twenty seconds more than anybody who worked on this film <laughs> put into it. I, I swear to God. But it's they just, just like, leave a note like they're just like going out for day. Why would they leave the note ahead of time? <laughs> and what? And there's also the note for the electrician. Somebody needs to be here today for the electrician yeah. that comes. It's just, it's all those things that like, if you were writing a script, if there were a script and you were really like trying to hammer this thing out and you're like, well, okay, we got to make sure that these characters are here and this is this and this and this. And it's also just, and you would think of something that flowed. It's also just one of those things where it's like all they had to do is just like, the wife's like, do we have to go today? Yes, it's 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 a funeral. We have to go. That's all you had to say. But they yeah. never say where they're going. And the parents are just apparently going out for the day. It cracks me up. Yeah, exactly. That, that, then the kid's like, yeah, my mom and dad are out for the day, but they'll be back in the evening so I can have the car at night. It's just, it's, he never even says where they're at. Like, the whole thing is it's so It's not like my mom and dad convoluted. are going shopping, but they'll be back tonight. Like, they make Oof. zero lines to like where the parents are going. Yep. Except that it's, it's since it's raining, they're going to be about two or three minutes late to the thing that they're doing. Yeah. So the guy wakes up and there's no hot water, which is an important plot point. Uh, and it's pouring rain outside and his wife doesn't want to get up. He keeps waking her up over and over again. She finally gets up and we get the oh, the only nudity of the movie <laughs> because she was the only person who agreed to it. Hey, hey. Listen, you know what? If it's, if it's you know, be, if you want to show your boob, go you. You know what? Go you. <laughs> Fine by me. Um, and so she, they're playing all that weird somber piano music while she's doing it too. Really hilarious. Um, <clears throat> so this movie has a problem of being mostly a day-to-day mundane shot parade. It, or just things drag on. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're going to build some suspense when the dad goes to the basement, but it's just like, we see the dad go downstairs and open. And this part actually makes sense because he grabs a paper outside on the steps and we see that the, the basement window is open. Yes. So put it together. Something got in there. Yep. So then we see him be like, oh, there's no hot water. It's just like, oh, I got to call the electrician. I think I guess I'll go downstairs now. And he's just like walking around, walking around until he gets uh, eaten. Yep. He looks at the drain, gets eaten by a monster. Um, His wife upstairs flushes the toilet. <laughs> uh, I guess that's why she didn't hear him screaming. That must be it. Okay. <laughs> or a loud pooper. She was loudly pooping and couldn't hear him. Uh, and so she's feeding the cat now. Whatever. She checks the basement. Oh, the cat. Let's bring up the cat. Okay. You know that thing's going to get eaten, right? Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> we, 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 we see a cat twice. The second time they actually reference the cat, or, or she feeds the cat. I think it was just for a cat scare. Later. It didn't work. But there was never a cat scare. There was. Well, there was a cat noise. There that- was a cat that ran through the, the house, and the kid was just like, that cat's crazy. Yep. And that's the last we ever see of the cat. I think it was just a badly laid out cat scare. I think it was meant to be a jump scare and it I'm just, just failed. I'm just happy that the cat lived, I guess, maybe. <laughs> if it died, we definitely saw it off screen because in all these movies, when you see the cat, you're like, oh, the alien's eating the cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But in this one, no. They just kind of forget there's a cat there. Yep. <laughs> That's fine by me. 
less cat eating in movies. <laughs> um, so the wife goes down to the basement and apparently Sam or whoever he is, his messy disemboweling didn't make enough of a mess that it's like it was only in a couple of places, like on the light bulb and a little bit maybe on a paint can. Yeah, I couldn't or tell maybe if that was, that was paint or blood. I couldn't tell what they were hinting at with that. Um, but this is I love this. Yeah, she, oh, the hand she scare. Gets the, she gets his hand on her shoulder with the ring on it, which you were supposed to establish, so you knew it was him. I would even, I would have thought it was him anyway. Right. I wouldn't of, think anybody else is course, in the basement. Of course. <laughs> um, but then we get the we get the hand on the shoulder, and it turns out that the hand is attached to an arm inside the monster's mouth as he's chewing on it. And granted, the monster is like what fucking eight feet tall, huge, with three heads. Yep, but all teeth. I, I don't know how many heads he has. It's I think it's three. I think it's two smallies in the front, and then he's got the big one, then he's got an arm. Again, like I was saying, like the dead space. It's kind of like those mutation things where it's yeah. just like a spory. Uh, the alien's so cool looking because it is not. And apparently it was originally supposed to be a dude in a suit. This was supposed Whoa. to be a dude in a rubber monster costume movie. And they decided to build this giant thing instead, which I, I read later on, too, that they did not um, factor in the fact that they would have to get this monster through door frames oh yeah so they actually had to cut one of the heads off to like get it into the house to shoot and then attach and rebuild it inside because this beast is enormous and then they had to bring it upstairs for one of the shots too like they had to carry the damn thing up the stairs which is amazing it is huge and it's so impressive uh the sculpt of it and the painting and yeah and it's also drooling all the time too so it always looks wet and goopy and yeah it's a real good monster and it eats the mom's face right off. <laughs> it really does. Uh, yeah, some really nice musculature underneath the skin and everything when it tears her face off. Um, her screams wake up the neighbors or don't? Those we aren't get, the neighbors. Those right. are, they're in or, their house. Yeah, well, uh, upstairs, whatever. The guests, sorry. The aunt and uncle that her, are visiting. <laughs> right. Her screams were drowned out by the kid listening to his horror movies yes and so he's this and we're established that he's this classic horror like monster kid he's got all sorts of he's got the godzilla toys and he's got a big monster, monster head, head on, on the, the floor yeah. monster head masks and uh movie posters all over the he's essentially tommy jarvis yes <laughs> yep okay so even making his own masks and dressing up in costumes and yep he's he's basically tommy jarvis and uh so there's a oh yeah the the aunt and uncle go to check the like they're looking around for the other two people mm-hmm. but they've left a note saying that they're gone they're gone for the day and so they're doing so it's no day. longer suspicious that they're missing yeah um the the aunt and uncle are incredibly distinctive looking let's say the the uncle looks a lot like a weird Ben Franklin type, <laughs> and the mom looks like a Shelley Duvall dressing like Prince mixed sometimes. With, mixed with Birdie from McDonald's. Yeah, like she's got a real, real odd look to her. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Shelley Duvall mixed with Birdie. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, I'm sticking with that. All right. <laughs> uh, and so they had this thrilling conversation about eggs. About eggs that we mentioned prior. Yep. And then we it cut was up. so thrilling. We're going to talk about it some more. Yeah, eggs, and, eggs, 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 eggs. and then we cut upstairs to uh, <laughs> some dude who looks like Stiv Bader in his underwear, answering the phone and talking about his science project. Or, and now that you tell me that they don't have a script or stuff, <laughs> I just wonder if this kid was just talking and was like wondering in his head, like, when the fuck is he going to say cut? Because this, this just goes on and on I until agree. we start talking about house flies on from Jupiter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's I'm, just like, dude, that's your friend. Just like, be like, yeah, coming over at three. Cool. Click. Hang up. We've introduced this character. Like this scene just goes on and on. Well, it's, I mean, they didn't improvise everything. They were like literally writing it I'm one sure weekend at a time. Talking points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that they had like little, but little my outlines. God, that scene drags. And yeah. that's, that's, that's my, that's pretty much my only complaint with this movie is that they just have some dialogue scenes that just. Or some scenes that actually things are going on, like the dissection scene. When they first do that, there's this one part where the camera just stays on the same shot for, I want to say, a good 30 seconds or more with them just like poking this thing that they're dissecting. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, I get it. You're you're cutting this thing open. You're you're just moving your hand back and forth right now. You're 
This is what they're not doing anything. Every <laughs> and it just stays. They're stays. just so excited about these effects that yeah. they've made and all this stuff. I understand. Get your money's worth when you build a bunch of rubber things, but and also like in the <laughs> they also like were clearly big like monster movie fans and were like mm-hmm. reading stuff because they followed the uh, the Tom Savini uh, Grand Illusions thing for the knife for that when the the okay so the. A oh, lot from of, that book where the a tube, lot of like, yeah the tube yep. goes behind it and the blood comes out, but the fact is that they had a rubber thing and a razor blade, <laughs> and it would have been ten times easier to feed blood into the thing with a tube and like pump yeah. it so it could have gone squirting or something and it would have looked like it was coming from yep. the right place. But they were like, "Look, we're gonna build this." You know, it, I get it. I'm I'm that person too. Like <laughs> I I love doing that stuff. So the aunt and the uncle there are, I guess, babysitting the kids for the day? Yeah, sounds right. And so the aunt goes up to wake up the monster kid. I'm, I can't, I don't know anybody's name. In the, yeah, I, I don't, don't care. Know. I just yeah, like the monster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she goes upstairs to get the monster kid and opens the door, and there's just a seven-foot-tall green-faced <laughs> goblin that's smoking in there, <laughs> which is him. And she just pays it no mind at all. She's just like, all right, do you want eggs? Come on down for breakfast. Are you going to be wearing that? Careful you don't trip on the stairs. <laughs> it's very scary. He did a very nice job. Yeah. It's a very funny scene. <laughs> it's um, good stuff. So the kid does come down for breakfast and with the other guy. And they just kind of start... He just starts talking about monster movies out of the blue at the breakfast table. You know what I mean? It's like, so what are you doing today? Oh, I'm going to work. And then later I'm going to the hardware store. Hey, how did the creature in It Came From Beyond Worlds die? I've seen it before, but I just don't remember. <laughs> it's just like... I like that kid. Yeah, so the uncle's like, I want to have a talk with you later on, because the uncle's a psychologist, or therapist, or... Yeah, whatever. Science. Something. Science. He's going to some sort of to some sort of conference of psychiatrists or whatever. Uh, yeah, so we get the... We had a really dumb therapy session later. Yes. Um, And that's about it for that. And the girl says she's going to go to her mom's house because <laughs> they're having the monthly vegetarian luncheon there. And they eat a lot of dry toast. Which a is A lot of hilarious. dry toast was eaten in this. Yes. Um, so here's a part that I don't understand. Uh, she, say, she tells everybody else in the house, you'll have to fend for yourself later on because I'm going to my mom's house. You have a choice between hamburgers and tuna. You'll be good for the day. She goes out the door and she tapes a message on the door saying for the electrician that's coming, saying the door's open around the back. But everybody else is staying at that house. Why wouldn't they just let the electrician in when he comes? Like, I don't know. Maybe they're just like, they dicks, just hate man. People. They're just going to, yeah. hey, by the way, yeah, it's pouring buckets out. Oh, it's pouring buckets outside the whole movie, too. So instead uh, of just letting the electrician in, like, walk around the back of the house and enter the ball can. Blue, blue collar folks go in the back door. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we wouldn't want you walking through the house. No. Um, yeah, that's it's fucked up. We get a significant shot of the the car still in the garage, showing that the parents we never already left. Knew but we that, knew that, right? I mean, it makes sense when we see it from the kid's point of view later on. So interesting because it was so significant in this scene where we already knew that they were that they were dead. That I thought, oh boy, it's gonna be one of those movies where the whole point is to get to the car mm-hmm. to escape from the monsters. Yep, and then that never happens. It's totally left dead. I don't get it. You know what else didn't happen in this movie that I appreciate was uh, the first person to see the monster and live is the monster kid. And I totally thought that was going to turn into that cliche nope. where he ran upstairs and was like, there's a monster in the basement. And they're all like, you watch too many movies. Like, I'm so happy that didn't happen. That never happens. He just so. kind of disappears and does his own damn thing forever and doesn't talk to anybody. He does. He also <laughs> is He also is stuck in the basement for a really long time not moving. Yeah. Well, um, there is a reason. There is. Uh, okay. The so. monster's like a, a Jurassic Park dino. Yes. So the aunt goes to grandma's, leaves everybody behind, and then we get probably the most hilarious blocked scene in the history of film Literally, the the guy's down on the ground, like poking at the fireplace, <laughs> and he does it. Oh, hi! Oh, hi! It's a real like. Take oh, a seat over there. Hey there. Sorry, I didn't see you standing yeah. there. Can I talk to you about the Time Life series of like really like just? We should start our next podcast like that. So cheesy. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, how's it going? Didn't see you there at first. 
Yeah. Let's talk about a movie. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is the the weird therapy thing. And it's where, just. Yeah. He just asks him a bunch of questions about movies, about monsters and movies. And why do you like monsters and why? And every answer the kid gives is it starts with a. Eh. Yeah, I guess so. What's do you oh. have a favorite monster? Eh. Mole like people. Frankenstein. Mole people. <laughs> do you Terror, think they're real? The terror from eh. beyond space. No. I like his choices, though. Yeah. You know, mole people, it, the terror from beyond space, and uh, and Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Those are I'm a huge Frank fan. Those so, are real yeah. strong choices. So we rolling deep there. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. He's like, uh, do you, uh, are you scared? Are you? Do you have nightmares? Do and this is another problem with this movie. Just like truck along. Like, Why? What? Like the scene could have not existed in. Absolutely, no yep. point whatsoever. Um, and so. The electrician goes to the basement without telling anyone. Yeah. Well, he, he I just mean, he just the, followed the note on the yep, door. He sees the note, and then he goes to the basement, and the power goes out, like, almost instantaneously. Uh, He's a bad electrician. Clearly not a great electrician. <laughs> Something moves under the carpet. Uh, carpet. Oh, yeah, that's where we get our first... Uh... <laughs> and the guy with the overalls. Fuck. We're not going to... Whatever. Oh, he's not there yet. He's not there yet? Oh, okay. Or maybe is. Who cares? No, whatever. But yeah, we first see the slithering. We know that something's weaseling around there. Uh, Monster Kid decides to put on a Dracula cape and a Planet of the Apes mask. And Count yeah. Cape Count Apula goes into the basement to scare yep. the electrician. Because that's completely normal, healthy uh, activity. Just think of that. Somebody is working in a wet basement with electricity. And you're like, <laughs> I'm going to startle this guy. <laughs> Fuck is this kid thinking? <laughs> It's good. So I did watch this with commentary. Oh. And I have, <laughs> this is my favorite part of this. So you're like, what a crazy person to do something like that in this dangerous situation where there's a wet basement and electricity. Yeah. What also happened is that the effects guy was like, because a flashlight won't light your anything you no. know, for a camera. So they gave him a spotlight and it was all electrical taped and dragging through the water and plugged into an outlet. Oh my god! And they just handed I it the to roof, him. I thought the roof scene was dangerous. No, they just handed it to him, and he was like, "I'm not going to do that." The little kid the was little like, kid said that? "I'm not going to do Smart this." Smart kid. And and basically, I think he called him a pansy. Is what I, is what the story was. He was like, "What the fuck, you little wimp, or whatever." Like he really had like a totally visceral anti little kid not wanting to get electrocuted. It's like I'm fucking twelve years old. I'm not dying like, over a stupid alien movie. you had galoshes on is what he said (laughs) it's like oh oh boy oh boy (laughs) this is the level of safety on this film but uh the scene's really cool though because the kid does go into the basement to scare the electrician and he ends up seeing um the spores the spawns i guess yeah i guess those are the spawns the little wigglies um that look similar to the movie uh slither they yep. kind of look like slither creatures. Um, and they're everywhere in the basement. And he follows these slither creatures and finds out that the electrician has been eaten and is in the process of still being eaten by the <laughs> giant ass alien. Yep. Who ends up puking up his mom's head. <laughs> yep. And then he just, that's when he learns that his mom's dead. And yep. then kind of just, you know, paralyzed in fear, I would assume. Yeah. At this giant thing just kind of just chills out and watches his mom's head get eaten by these worms for a while yep and it looks great it does uh, <laughs> all the, the worms look incredible yeah uh, the head looks commendable i oh. mean it's definitely a fake severed head especially when one of the worms rips the whole nose oh, and I upper lips it. off at I once love it <laughs> love it i think it looks great it does I mean, it looks fun how- it's not it's, how it would look in real life, oh God, but no. that's certainly not what I want out of a I've movie seen, like this. I've seen giant worms eat faces, and I know it doesn't look like that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but uh, it's cool. This kid just hangs out there and uh, watches the alien eat. Yeah, because and he realizes that it's not seeing him, and then he eventually snaps his snaps. fingers, and then... The monster stops what it's doing, goes like starts. All the heads look up. Yeah, all look up all at the same time, Uh, but they don't attack him. Um, So that's good, I guess. 
And then he's just we're just gonna leave him down there in the basement yep. for a while. And then we go up to the the science study group thing. Yep, his friends have come over to study science. But they've got a surprise. They found something in a puddle outside when it's, they were on their way. It's one of those spawny, yes, wormy things. Yep. And so they bring it upstairs and they they drop it in the sink and they're like, "What do you think it is? An eel or a thing? <sighs> it doesn't look like anything I've ever seen before." And then they start I'll keep going. Such great dialogue. Yeah. And then they Love start it. turning it into, uh, "Is it an alien?" Maybe it's an alien. Maybe it's mackerel. And there's some kind of joke made about mackerels that doesn't land whatsoever. Uh, I can't even I, figure out where the joke is. Yeah, I don't even remember it being a joke, so that's that's good. Maybe it's an eel. Oh, yeah, I think it's a lamprey. Yeah, that's what he said, an eel. What? An eel's a lamprey. Oh. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> and then they end up yeah. deciding to dissect it. Yep. And then, um, we and then that goes on forever and ever and ever. Again, we previously mentioned. And they discover that its innards don't look like anything of this earth which blew my mind because i didn't know this was an alien (laughs) yeah so the and then we cut back to the kid who's still in the basement monster still hasn't found him blah 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 um but uh then we got the uh we got the grandma and auntie making their vegetarian meal this is a, an interesting choice. Maybe some sort of commentary, some sort of social commentary. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would assume that they're, they thought there was some sort of social commentary going on here, but I just don't get it. There's no... It's just odd. You know, you know what I mean? I just think of a producer of a movie like, I'm making a monster movie. I'm making a movie <laughs> that like, people like us are going to want to watch. You know what people are going to watch? Uh, people want... Five elderly women all eating vegetables together. Okay. I will defend this scene with this. The part later when they get attacked is awesome. (laughs) It it, it is. On paper, if you were like, an elderly social club gets attacked by little worm monsters, that's great. After drinking a blended up worm monster. Mm -hmm. I'm all in. (laughs) Um, And so so that's what happens, basically. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, they're all going through the books. That's another thing that drags on and on. And then, uh, yeah, so we're back in the science boys room and he's just like, hey, Frankie, go upstairs in the attic. And my dad's old biology books there. We haven't gone through all the books. We haven't gone through all the books yet. (laughs) uh, This girl is a science whiz and already told us that this doesn't match anything that makes sense. So go grab the outdated biology book upstairs. Yeah. And he does. And then they so then they have this like mini love scene where he's just like, are you going to the movies with Frankie? Because I want to go with you. And then she, she basically says, like, he's got no imagination and no spunk. And he only wants to go to the movies to make out. And you're stupid. And then they kiss. Like, yeah, <laughs> there is no motivation for that nope. kiss at all. Nothing. It was just like it went straight from just like I'm not interested in you to. Yep, agreed. Um, and then we cut back to what is absolutely my favorite scene of the whole movie. Uh, the monster is in Grandma's drain. The adorable little monster. One of the spawnies. Yeah. Yes, the little one of the little baby spawns, and she's covered it in parsley, and it's just kind of down there drinking water and growing big. <laughs> I love when it's drinking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the thing is fucking adorable, and it climbs in. It's just interested in everything. It wants to know what's going on, so it climbs into the food processor. You know, it's what? like what's going on in the food processor. I wanted to bring up something earlier too that never got. That um, I feel like this movie was this before Gremlins or after? It was before Gremlins. Before Gremlins, because in the beginning too, it almost seemed like it had a Gremlins vibe where they were just where 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 not so much just like cute puppets, but like some spawnies were going to get personality. Like, yeah. do you remember in the basement, one of them got covered in yellow paint? I was just like, oh, there's going to be the yellow striped spawny. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of differentiating. And that, so. was, that was an original idea that they had when he becomes, when he gets covered in yellow paint. The idea was that they couldn't figure out how to say that it was the same monster that was growing bigger. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, well, how about this one gets yellow paint on him? And then we'll see that he's growing larger over time. And then that thread got dropped because it was hard to see it in the different film transfers uh, and whatever. And so th- that's too bad, but that was part of gotcha. it. Gotcha. And also there were critters things going on where it's like one of them's biting a power cable and he got electrocuted and fell yep. down and died. One of them's do it like they're all doing weird stuff and they had kind of 
personality. I thought one of them was going to be like an electric slug after that who could like <laughs> shot people, you know? Okay. That would have been Gremlins 2 Yeah. Uh, I like that. I love Gremlins 2. Me too. Um, so he crawls into the into the food processor. He's going to be the vegetable spawny. <laughs> He's the vegetable one. <laughs> they turn on the food processor and he goes, And gets blended up. And then they have the most famous conversation from this entire series, which is about the ceramic fucking giraffe. Yeah. Like, and she's like, I want a giant, uh, I forgot the scientific name. I want one of the great apes. A cerulean or something like that. They don't make giant ceramic gorillas though. But do you know that gorillas are vegetarian? And that was, yeah. They don't consume the flesh at all. (laughs) Yeah, I loved it because in the commentary they were defending this as like, they were like, and you know, we knew the comedy of this scene. Did, did you? you? Did you? <laughs> did you though? No, you didn't. <laughs> you did not know that's what you were doing. Either way. Uh, also, I love that Auntie has that like poofy prince, like Adam Ant shirt on for mm-hmm. this whole thing. Like her. Yeah. Like, what a weird fashion choice. Uh, <clears throat> so the dinner guests show up. With uh, Swedish soy balls and and it's just so funny they all they're like ravenous like, yeah and it's all just veggies like there's nothing special they're just like yes. I've got eggplant and they're like oh shit eggplant is <laughs> fucking on now <laughs> <laughs> oh it's on somebody brought a fucking eggplant um, yeah <laughs> and so they go to feast on um, everything and, and the gra- including and including the ground up wormy. Which, which is not vegetarian. Nope. And uh, it makes them all sick. And it, it doesn't make them sick. They just they don't like make it. They faces. Like, like, this tastes like an alien spawny worm. Yeah. And meanwhile, <laughs> our, our aunt is making a telephone call, trying to find out where everybody is, just so that she can come in back into the room for a, for a surprise reveal. Yeah. The only reason she left the room is so that she can come in and go from... Oh, we're all having dinner to chaos with worms eating. Oh, why everybody. even waste a phone call? Why just be like, oh, I forgot to bring in the tomato juice. Right, exactly. <laughs> Solved. Yep. Um, and then so everyone is being eaten by worms. And there's <laughs> a lot of really wonderful, like, just, you know, lamprey the, monsters. Yeah, there's a eel stuck. stuck to her mother's face that she's trying to rip off. And then when she finally does rip it off, she throws it and it hits a picture frame on the wall, which falls. And there's a bunch of other suckers oh, stuck to the so wall behind good. that. And then we've got some bigger um, critters sized yeah. Wormies on the base of the couch. And uh, yeah, they're just messing everything up. So good. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. And now, oh my God, this kid is still in the fucking basement. Yeah. A science club goes to show the, the eel to the uncle. So they're like, oh, hey, you would be interested in this. You knew about a science once. Hold on. Let me come downstairs. And then they show up, but open the, the door. The uncle got killed because he had to take a nap directly after breakfast. Yes. <laughs> very, very tiring breakfast. He was like, had the breakfast, had the little therapy session, and then he was like, mm, I'm going to take a nap. Yep. And they come in, and that's a cool scene, too, because the, the, the wormies have eaten out his so eyes. Good. Uh, one of them bursts out his chest just so they can get a little alien rip in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's more sluggies on the wall everywhere, too. Yep. So this whole place is full of worms. I loved the look of the the things coming through the cardigan. Mm-hmm. Like he's got that like crappy sweater on, but it's yeah. like just got slugs going all through it. Where are we? Have they seen the biggie monster yet? No, they haven't. They haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> Nobody's seen anything yet. Really. Okay. Except for the kid. So the yes. big net right now, they they leave and then the big guys in the kitchen. The, That's right. our our big monster is now in the kitchen. And he does his first mobile attack where he's like on roller skates or whatever. Yeah. How did he get up the stairs? <laughs> how, how did that thing get up the stairs with nobody hearing it? I, I bet that house is super creaky because it looks super old. Yeah, probably. And that thing was probably just like bumping every wall. Probably every step. weighs like a ton. Yeah. Literally a ton. <laughs> uh, yep. So they're like, oh, shit, let's run upstairs into Monster Kid's room. Yep. They all hide in the room. And then uh, I think Ellen is the name of the girl. Sure. And she's like nearly catatonic after seeing the horror that she's just witnessed and basically now realizing that there's an alien invasion and all this shit. Yep. And uh, and the our our lead here turns to her and he's like, hey, are you okay?" (laughs) Like 
nothing has happened. And our lead still won't believe in aliens. Yeah, he's... Like, dude, what more do you need to see? Yeah, he's a dumb turd. Anyway, so I guess their, their screaming or whatever alerted the monster. It came up the stairs. Makes and sense. then Charles, the kid, followed the monster up the stairs. Yes, because the kid is finally... Monster kid's finally out of the basement. Okay, that makes sense. Monster um, Kid knows that the monster is blind, and yes. so he ends up setting up a radio downstairs. Yep, uh, in the kitchen. Rick, yep, yeah, rigs up a, a <clears throat> short power cord through the paper towel dispenser, so he gets a pull thing to pull the radio two yep. feet. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Sets it on the counter, turns on some opera, and lures the creature downstairs. Yes, or, or uh, back out of the room where that was chasing. Yes, yeah. yep. So the monster bites the radio and catches fire. And somehow gets himself put out. That doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, it just, I mean... Anything said about that in the commentary? Like They didn't it, say anything, but they didn't need to. I mean, he's made, of, he's made of water. I just don't know why he would have caught fire in the first place. Because of the electricity from the opera music. Right, opera electricity. <laughs> um, so now we have a new person who shows up who is deaf. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they've been screaming. They've been like... They sh- they, the, this person shows up. They <clears throat> see her out the window. It's a one story down. Uh, yep. They can't hear... She can't hear them from 10 feet away going, Don't come in the house! <laughs> yep. And it's like... And why they also you- won't walk out on that roof and jump 10 feet down to run away from the house either in her car. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. The other thing was that she's like... She shows up. And you have this like random blonde person show up and get, it's like, what is your purpose? I was so the monster basically like grabs her and pulls her shirt off. Yep. But her jacket only pulls her jacket off. And I was like, while I was watching it, I was like, that seems like they really wanted that to be something else. And then I watched the commentary and it was like, Ted Bohas was trying so hard to get her shirt off for that. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. That was the thing. And right, apparently on, the, the director... The only nudity we got is the old mom in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> we really need to kick this up a notch. <laughs> yep. And she was not having it. And she stuck to her guns and they kept her, her in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody got fucking paid for this yeah, movie. Yeah, probably not. So it's like, why would you show your boobs for free? For Come exposure. On. Oh, shit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Here all night. <laughs> Good fucking night. Um, but yeah, uh, so she's also in the movie to give the best a reactionary shot to the monster. True. That is also true. She pops up in the room and she's just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and it's, it's great. And she nails that line. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is. It laugh out loud. <clears throat> yep. And they needed that fuck to, uh, to get their R rating. Oh God, they would get that with gore. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, is this so- even submitted to the ratings board? I oh, my, it must have been. It, a must, yeah, it was a theater. theatrical release, so yeah, it was. <clears throat> I'm surprised it got through with the amount of gore that's in it. It must have been silly enough that they just went, who cares? <laughs> um, so, God, I don't know our main character's name. Glasses? Sure. Well, he loses his glasses later, so that's going to be confusing. Science boy. But he he escapes, uh, and then and his girlfriend gets her fucking head bitten off, right? Well, no, they, um, they're in that room. Frankie eventually asks, like, where's Charles? Uh, that's, yeah, monster kid. Right, okay. This whole time they're hanging out in Charles's room and they don't even wonder where this kid is with this giant monster. Um, they're distracted by giant monster, to be fair. And so the, well, they're hiding out in that room in the giant monster and Glasses Kid just goes, all right, at the count of three, we're going to run to my room. Why? <laughs> You're in a room with windows, like, get out. Get out. <laughs> But they don't. They decide to run. The uh, fact is, that kid's just not very agile on a roof, you know? Um, why would he try to jump? Oh, wait. No, he's he's unbelievably super agile he's on like a roof. fucking Jackie Chan, it turns I out. I thought you were fucking with me at no, first. No, I'm serious. That's fucking Uncharted Nathan Drake up in this bitch. <laughs> I could not. I was like, well, I mean, he must be like some sort of like stumbly, klutzy kid. And he's yeah. just afraid of getting out that window. No. The guy's he's like fucking, a parkour expert. He's like a fucking. <laughs> the guy's like a parkour expert, and he's just like flipping around on the roof, pulling himself up like on a slick, wet roof. That scene looked so crazy dangerous to me. Sure did. Because we know that roof wasn't built that four feet nope. above the ground. That's and, straight up on the roof of the house. And we know that nobody gave a shit. No. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it was absolutely. Like we crazy. pulled the mattress from one of the upstairs bedrooms outside. We'll we'll try to catch you on it if you fall. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, but before we get to that, yeah, they they for some ass reason decide to leave Charles's room to go to Glasses's room. Uh, and they after the monster, they know the monster's out there. They don't have any way of say, telling the monster isn't out there. But Glasses just opens the door and he's like, "All right, on my count, one, two, three. And they run, and they get split up. Glasses makes it up to the attic. <clears throat> um, what, what's their nuts? Uh, the two other people. Yeah, the two, the blonde and overalls. Yep, get away. Yep. But his girlfriend, who he just became girlfriends with five seconds ago, gets stuck in the room, uh, gets her damn head bitten off, and her headless body thrown <laughs> out the window. Awesome. And it is awesome looking. Yeah, it is It is a very silly, wonderful scene. Uh as far as like severed heads go, it's ridiculous. I mean, it was oh, a pointless. very, like, very clean cut on the neck. Like it was like, yeah, just no, absolutely. But she flat. did not have to die. I don't understand why glasses <clears throat> made everybody leave that room. No, I don't. I don't understand any of it. I to don't go understand. Possibly higher in the house. I don't understand why she needed to die. Period. In the script, like that doesn't make sense to me. He says that he wanted uh, the, the other character to go nuts. He was like, he wanted something that pushed him over the edge, so he was just totally bonkers. Mm-hmm. So that's why Wait, he did it. Wait, who said this? The director? The director, yeah. But everyone else was like, no, I, I'm pretty sure that she needed to leave to go do another I, project where I, she was getting paid. I did, I did read this, that <laughs> she did get another job, so she was supposed to live, so they ended up killing her off. So... Yeah, the the director. Uh, it's just so funny because like everybody in these movies, like twenty years passes and you create your own narrative and like all this stuff. And so they're like, no, 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 that's not how. It no, went no, down. that's completely how I intended. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much stuff that they're like, I'm a good writer. Yeah, I was absolutely <laughs> intending all of that. Uh, okay, so so Pete, that's the name of the guy with the sure. glasses. Uh, he climbs up on the roof like fucking like just, American Ninja Three. Yeah, American Ninja. <laughs> he sees the headless body. Sees the car is still there. He looks down. Oh, headless body. Oh, ooh, oh car is still there. My parents never left. Oh, my parents. Are, so now he's they now probably he's monster food. Yep. So now he knows that everybody's dead. Everybody that he ever cared about is pretty much dead. Um, and so he climbs in the window. Uh, where the where the blonde the other and the two are hiding. yeah, which is like are. the attic, I guess. Looks like the attic. Um, Pete is like massively in shock. He's just totally nuts, and he's constantly trying to throw himself through that door. He's like trying to get out there. He knows the monsters out there, and he's just like thousand yard stare, and then just like, no, fuck it, I want to go outside. There's no such thing as a monster. I'm going out through the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he is nutter butters, <laughs> and so. So this kid has to save the day. Yep. And so kid runs to his room, gets one of his monster heads, gets his container of flash powder and uh, builds a builds a severed head bomb. Yep. Builds a severed head bomb. Cuts a cuts a cord off the lamp, rigs that into the uh, flash powder. And uh, luckily remembers an extension cord. Mannequin. Yep. The kid came prepared. He did. He's a boy scout. (laughs) And so the monster is attacking the uh, the blonde and the overalls guy. And the kid runs in behind it and tells them to shut the fuck up. I love up. that. Be quiet! <laughs> <laughs> and so he finds a ski pole. He jams the monster head on the ski pole. And he pokes it out. And he's trying to attract the attention of the monster. But the monster's attracted to sound and not movement. Mm-hmm. So it's not seeing it. When he screams, I loved it. Yeah. Great. He <laughs> Eventually, he's just like, ah! And that's when the monster's like, oh, I'm biting that head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then in the in the cool twist, though, he starts eating the bomb. Then one of the other heads starts attacking the kid, though, and he stabs that with the ski pole yep. after that. So, I mean, that's I love that little second attack. That was it was really good. And so uh, now the kid's got to plug in the head bomb. Yep. He's just got the tiny. Oh, I love the part too where the, the creature is eating the head bomb and you just keep seeing the wire going it's, to the creature's yeah. mouth. And he's like, uh, I'm going to reach that. And eventually, like, ah, grabs he just, that. Yeah, grabs it out of his mouth. He's got an extension cord on his belt, like Indiana Jones' whip. <laughs> Whips that out, plugs that in. And then it still won't reach the plug. Yep. So he starts slamming on, slamming the, on the floor to make that creature yep. track him. And then once he does, it sucks because. We don't get to see the monster explode. We get to see enough. We get to see guts fly. But <laughs> I we thought that was fun. Uh, 
and I and I can imagine why. Because uh, they wanted to keep it. Oh hell yeah! But yeah, <laughs> fuck, I wouldn't want to. That blow monster that thing was up. so complex, you wouldn't want to blow that up, and it'd probably be a bitch to build another one. That, yeah, even for a flash second to see it before it got blown up. No you know? way, and and it's a good thing they didn't. I mean, that thing was worth a lot of money. Like, I mean, it was. It sold for a huge amount of money. They brought it to the premiere. They did all sorts of stuff with it. Oh, yeah. Like, they brought it to the premiere and somebody stole one of the heads. Oh, no. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, but, yeah, they had... Uh, they did a lot of stuff. with. They sold a lot of these props for crazy money. They were talking about that during the during the commentary. Oh, wow. They were making Sotheby's jokes, but, like, you know, they sold uh, the severed head of the mom, I think, sold to Gene Simmons for some crazy amount of money. Yeah. And, like... You know, it's a really well-loved, ridiculous backyard yeah. movie. It's, I mean, for good reason. This is this is just a, I don't know, this movie has a lot of charm. It does. It's it's a it's a very lighthearted gore fest. Yeah, exactly. It's and that's like, not a, it's like, it, it's like a, a hard R gremlins. It's Yeah, it's, there's nothing in it that's like mean-spirited. Yeah, people get yeah. killed, but it's just like, it's just fun monster madness. Um, so after even the most mean spirited thing is that the girlfriend dying and it's so goofy that yeah what the f- you can't really and we don't even see the cat get killed again nope. it's just like they set that up like I totally thought that cat was gonna get eaten nope nope um, so then we the aunt comes back home because her and the vegetarian luncheon everybody there survived actually all the old ladies ran yeah. out together hopped in the car came back over here uh, they find out that they killed the giant monster, and the police are called, and the neighbors get in on it, and it kind of becomes one of those um, Night of the Living Night Dead of things, dead, where yeah. everybody's hunting spawnies everywhere. Yeah, everybody has cattle prods somehow, yeah, and they're, and they're just like electrocuting the little spawns, making little uh, spawn fires, little throwing, spawn throw, fires. throwing little spawns, and <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then we get a little cop talking to on his walkie-talkie and being like, "Yo, I found a three-foot one. That's nothing." I got an eight foot one over here. Yep. And then we find out why we saw the miniature shot in the beginning of the movie. Yep. The mountain that was be- that was beside them the whole time beside the little house turns out to be a giant alien spawn. <laughs> and it looks so cool. It does. This is such a fun shot. And it's like it's the kind of shot that you don't see anybody trying. It looks like a. Looks like a Henson effect. Like the it, yeah, a lot of these shots would not have been out of place in Little Shop of Horrors. No, like if that had literally been the ending of Little Shop of Horrors, if they had been like that was the the monster coming to life and taking over the world, that mm-hmm. alternate ending. Yep, and it had looked exactly like that. No one would have batted an eye. They would have gone, yeah, that's a that's a Henson creature shop effect. It looks great. I mean, the the miniature is a miniature. It looked, and the cool thing is, too, you knew what you, it was. You only see the miniature once in the beginning too. Yeah. So it doesn't set it up like it, it, the ending comes out of nowhere. Like yes. I would have never thought that. Yeah. I wouldn't. And you would never expect a movie of this level to attempt something. Something like that. that big and bold. That yeah. is such a fucking huge move. And it crushes it. Yeah, crushes <laughs> it. Absolutely awesome. And movie done. Movie done. Man. Yeah. So good. Twenty five thousand fucking dollars for this movie. I mean. And the movie's eighty minutes long, which is like my favorite length of a movie. You yep. just get in, get out. I mean. This movie definitely could have been 70. Yep. Definitely. There were, there was at least 10 minutes of absolutely pointless stuff. Pointless dialogue. Yes, that is true. That is, that, that is my, that is my just only, attached to for some reason. And again, that is my only complaint that I have with this movie. But at the same time, it's so short that even that stuff, like I'll overlook that. Yeah. It's not like Card Rock Zombies where it was two and a half hours and I'm just like, <laughs> Fuck. I don't know that it was, but it felt like it. Dude, it was three hours and 17 was, minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm never going to watch that three hour and 48 minute long movie again. Okay. <laughs> so either way. So this, yeah, it's amazing how well they kept continuity considering it took them like two and a half, three years to film the fucking thing too. I did not know that. Like it, it was filmed over at least two years and maybe a little more with like reshoots and like inserts and things like that. So that kid goes from being 11 to being 13 years old in the mm. course of this movie. That's fucked up. That's like a huge. I didn't even notice. That is. I didn't notice it either. Like that is a. I'm lucky he didn't have one of those super gross. Exactly. Like, it's like, <laughs> like could have easily just like looked completely different. It would have been great if every other scene he had a little shitty mustache. <laughs> like he just hit puberty in the middle of it and he's got this little wimpy mustache. 
Um, or his parents remodeled the kitchen in the middle of the yeah. shoot. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So good. Yeah. The movie was financed as they went, too. Not only was it shot as they went, it was financed as they went. How does this even happen? I literally do not know how this happens. <laughs> I don't know and how. One of those special things where it's like, this shouldn't be this good. This shouldn't even exist. It should not exist. How the hell did you guys do this? How did you convince everyone to work for free? How did you get such good effects? How did you get all this stuff? And there's all sorts of other weird shit about this movie that I'd love to have clarified. Because, like, Ted Bohas, if I'm not mistaken, was credited as director of this movie when it first released. And I think... He is not right now. He is now the producer. And that's it. Because there's another producer. There was there was a director who was the person talking in this yep. thing. But, like, his name was not on the original mm-hmm. release. They said something about it in the commentary, and I, it was a little vague, so I don't really know what the story was. But he was like, I was I was literally working across the street at a fucking fruit stand or something, or like a, a juice bar, and I saw that my movie was opening that I was starring in. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't been invited to the premiere, and it said it was directed by Ted Bohas, and I directed it. Oh my god! Or some shit like that. So I was like, that was weird. <laughs> Like, I think none of them had credits on it. I think they fixed all that later. Yep. But uh, interesting. I believe, again, because I always do my research big time here, that this is a director's only movie, too. Interesting. Because he's good. Oh, yeah. and Especially I'm also, working on this, this kind of constraint. And I would imagine that this turned a profit. Huge, huge profit. Why was there never a sequel? I mean, and you still kept the monster mask. The metamorphosis, kind of, I guess, but like, I don't know because they made. I mean, it made money right out of the gate. Like, I think it made money in theatrical release. Yep, it was reviewed in papers, like the like New York did all sorts of stuff on Mm -hmm. it. Like, it's it's a well well documented movie. I don't know, man. And uh, for like, me, for me, it made millions of dollars. Yeah, literally for, for made me, millions I'll of dollars. I'll always remember the iconic Continental Big Box for oh, the VHS. They so had that. Good. They had that at my rental store at prime time that I went to when I was a kid, and I just remember seeing that from like the age of like maybe ten on, and being like just always spooked out by that. <laughs> just yep. a giant blood red picture of the alien on the cover. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, when I actually had the T-shirt from that. Oh, cool. Because Ted had them, and he was like, "Hey." Here, have one of these. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And uh, and it was made by somebody who did not know how to flash their shirts properly. And so it just washed right the fuck off. Oh. Like after almost no <laughs> no time at all. Maybe I should try to make some of those. Yeah. Um, I think he's pretty easy to get a hold of. We got a hold of him because of Synapse. Um, you know that Synapse used to have an, a headquarters in Portland? I did not. Yeah, they had like on India Street in Portland... There was a, I don't know, like their marketing department or some mm-hmm. shit like that. They, uh, put, they put out a lot of the cult DVDs, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I was like, hey, guys, you want to come to my convention? I'd love to have you guys show up because yeah. I'd love you to sell stuff. And he was like, well, I don't actually carry shit at this location. But you know who would be fun to have at your thing? This guy I know from New Jersey. He made this awesome movie that we're putting out. <laughs> and so we got a hold of him through, through Synapse yep. and brought him up. But uh, now has Ted made other movies since producer? he's made a bunch of other movies. Okay. He's directed and written a whole ton of movies. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know exactly how many, but it like seven or eight, I think. Okay. There were some that I recognized, but 90% of them I had never heard of. Gotcha, when I, yeah. them I, didn't, I don't recognize the name at all either. No, no, Sorry, not Ted. really. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ted. Um, I will try to get an interview with him for the for the magazine. Probably, yeah, yeah. I never even thought about it until we did this, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I probably still have his contact information." Sweet. So yeah, we'll probably do something like that. But ask uh, him why there was never a sequel. Like, yeah, you set it up for one. I mean, if you were gonna go that route, it'd be a giant monster movie. But it, you could always do something. They could always kill that thing fast, and then. Be- <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Or if it could be an underground bunker movie. The giant spawns have taken over and we're underground trying to think man. of it. I mean, I basically right after this, Tremors came out and I think he probably went, God damn it, somebody made the movie that would have been the perfect sequel to this thing. Yeah. They're all underground and they're yeah. attacking people. It's basically Tremors. They're attracted to sound. They're living underground. They're big worm monsters. Fuck, you're right. It's like somebody kind of just made my movie. <laughs> yeah, well. 
and then made it eight more times. Yeah, and it was just as good every, <laughs> every single time. time. Every single one. And the TV series. Yeah. Uh, that was when they had the fart blasters. Ass blasters? Is that what they called them? Yeah. <laughs> God. I think so. Oh, boy. It's been a while. Yeah. My memory is awful. Rough. <laughs> anyway, so that's an Aliens Deadly Spawn. or Return spawn. of the Aliens Deadly Spawns of spawny things. Yep. Um, you can follow us at Coast City Comics and at Funbox Monster Podcast. I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. And, uh, and that's a thing. I mean, if you happen to be listening to this in the week that we put it out... Uh, Sean Murphy's going to be signing at the store on Saturday. That would be Saturday, August 31st wow, that's of cool. 2019. Get your Batman book you, signed, kid. Happen to be around. And, and then stay tuned next week when we're going to do Metamorphosis the Alien Factor, the we, unofficial sequel to The Deadly Spawn of the Aliens Return. Oh, awesome. Okay. I'm into it. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. See you guys. Peace.